Hello, hello, and welcome to the Beautifully Authentic Podcast. I am your host, Erin Faith. This is a podcast where we discuss breaking down the barriers to finding beauty for the body, mind, and soul, because real beauty is being your authentic self. In this podcast, we will be getting real about topics such as love, beauty, spirituality, and our true feelings on the issues of life. Thank you for taking the time to listen. We are all born with intuition, but we often ignore it or second guess it. On today's episode, I have an enlightening conversation with Lynn Nichols about trusting your intuition, recognizing it, strengthening it, and we also discuss other intuitive gifts. This was a really fun conversation. Lynn Nichols is a psychic medium and intuition expert with clientele worldwide. Her specialty is connecting to the other side and showing people how to access their intuition to enhance their lives. Lynn's ability to provide specific and meaningful messages makes her one of Canada's top psychic mediums. Lynn has been featured on TV, radio, and many podcasts. She sells out messaging shows, does corporate large group intuition training, and does private readings. I hope you enjoy this conversation as much as I did. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Beautifully Authentic. I am Erin Faith, and I have Lynn Nichols here. I am so excited to have this conversation. Lynn, can you tell us about yourself? Hi, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to talk about this. It's it, It's been a week, like you said before. It's mm-hmm. been so a good time to tune in. So my name, like you said, I shouldn't repeat it, is Lynn Nichols. I'm a psychic medium and an intuition expert. So I can get you information about your potential options, some insight into your future. I can connect you to the other side. But above all else, you can do that naturally. It's your own natural ability. And I can show you how to do that too. Thank you so much. So Lynn and I connected and we like discussed what exactly we would talk about today. And something that I've actually, I wanted to be the first episode on my podcast, this topic, but I could never find anyone to um, talk about it. Either I did and we kind of like swayed away um, or it just, you know, it didn't come up, but intuition our intuition, tapping into it and how it manifests. So I'm not going to go down the list, but a lot of times we, especially as women, we hear people say, you know, follow your female intuition. You know, is my boyfriend cheating on me? Girl, follow your intuition. Or in a dangerous situation. We're always, you know, recommended to follow your intuition. If something feels off, then it's probably off. But a lot of times, depending on where we are in our lives, I feel like we're taught to ignore the intuition and just listen to whomever the expert is, or um, it also has like a self-doubt, like, we're not comfortable within ourselves and we don't give ourselves enough credit to say, you know what, hey, my intuition is telling me this. So first I want to ask you, how does our, what is intuition and how does it manifest in us? Intuition is exactly what you just said. It's our gut instinct. It's our something 
how something feels. And we, we do tend to, it's how something feels, what vibe you're getting off of somebody or an event or something. And it's just, it's very quick and it's very quiet. So mm. that's what's interesting about intuition. It's not gonna come in screaming and yelling, don't do this, that's terrible, don't do that. It'd be like, don't go there. And we, we ignore it a lot of the times because it's so quiet, but something deep down is telling us, don't do this or hey, do that. And, and we do ignore it. So the gut instinct, the first vibe, and it's just listening to it is the hardest thing, but I 100% agree with you. From the get-go, we learn to not trust it from our parents making decisions for us, our looking up to our teachers, our school teachers, and trusting their judgment over ours. And now the poor kids growing up in an era, oh, I just dated myself really bad there, <laughs> but growing up in an era of social media saying, don't right. Self-trust what is being said on a TikTok or, or whatever. Nothing wrong with TikTok, but it's like we have to get back to that gut feeling. If something feels off, it's off and to trust it. And it manifests just like that quickly, quietly. And the trick is to notice it, pay attention to it, and then listen to it. Like you said, kind of like that, it's like kind of silent not silent but quiet just like don't do that yeah. <laughs> this is not right it's off yeah. but then I kind of like as soon as I hear something sometimes I'm like no no it's not no it's fine how do you like avoid that inner battle with yourself <laughs> when something comes up oh gosh that's a question I get asked all the time your, your intuition is very unemotional. It's, it's non-judgmental. It's just like you said, it just comes in without anything attached to it. If you start getting emotion about it, that's not your intuition. That's your conscious mind kicking in. Mm -hmm. So the trick is to just stop. Okay. Just pay attention, write it down exactly as you heard it, exactly the words that you heard it, and then listen to it and make decisions well you need information and intuition together to make good decisions so yeah you avoid the inner battle by just stopping yourself and saying why am i battling this is it a my mom's voice is it a teacher's voice is it society's voice because mm -hmm. we we're so not used to listening to our own voice yes and the society voice at least for me the society voice is loud um also the i don't know where religion comes in but oh that like in. Sure. that upbringing and yeah. the religious you know constructs that comes in and yeah so stop and pay attention write it down listen to it i'm gonna kind of not i'm gonna stay on the same track but kind of go deeper <laughs> yeah, of course when we have our intuition a lot of times we hear it but i know that sometimes they're called clairs right is that clair yeah. like is it clairsentient is when you can feel it yeah yeah um yeah so could you go over i know there's so many different clairs and i feel like with my intuition i'm clairsentient um, but there's also clairaudience, right? Audience, where you actually like hear something. Could you 
kind of like walk us through the different clairs? <laughs> sure. Okay. And they're just based on our actual five senses. So you have clairvoyance, which is clear seeing. So if you're a more visual person, you're mm -hmm. more likely to see things in your mind's eye. So it's just like if I told you right now, picture um, a purple mug with green stripes. If you can do that fairly easily, then clairvoyance will probably be fairly easily for you, fairly easy, sorry, for you. Then there's clairaudience, which you were talking about earlier, clear hearing. So what everybody that's listening, say your name in your mind. And if you can hear that, see how quickly that comes in, how quietly in your own voice, that's how clairaudience comes in. Then there is claircognizance, where you just know, you don't know how, know how you know, but you just know. So that's kind of akin to our gut feeling. And I know I should go there because that's important. Or I know I should stay away from that man because I know he's going to be trouble. Right. Which I hear a lot more of these days, mind you. <laughs> so I'm glad people <laughs> are learning to trust that. So, and then we have clairsentience, whereas you can feel things like you, and that can come in two ways. Either it's an emotional feeling or it's a physical feeling. So when I'm doing readings, when I do health, I will feel something, sounds strange, in my gallbladder. Okay, they have a gallbladder problem. I can feel a little, it's again, very subtle, very quick, a little tingle, a little twitch, clairsentience. There's clairalliance, which is clear smelling. So those people that say, I smelled my grandpa's pipe or I smelled my grandmother's perfume, that's clear smelling and clear, clear gustance or clear tasting is the least likely of it that happens. But you can, I mean, I've, I've read for people and I've tasted, you know, spirit wants to send me a message of say Reese's peanut butter cups and I'll suddenly taste them or vomit or something like that. So it comes in as quick as it, and it leaves just as quickly. So I'm not worried, too worried about the vomit kind of mm. stuff, but it's always like, what's the significance here? So we have <sighs> all of those. And those are just the clairs because intuition or there's intuition, there's psychic abilities, then there's mediumship. The clairs are one part, but then there's psychometry, which is being able to hold something, you know, grandma's pen and what vibes am I getting off of that? And there's, you know, people like to touch things, people like there's remote viewing. It's, it's all over the place. And people do get frustrated. I can't hear anything. I can't see anything. Well, which one are you good at? Just use that and the other one will follow. Okay. So that frustration is where I think a lot of people like battle the ones who are just trying to yeah. one listen no decipher whether or not it's your intuition and then two trying to access the intuition because so many times we like you said women are in situations with men and we're like okay is this person for me you know but we also try to figure out things and we have trouble accessing our intuition because X, Y, and Z, like it looks good on paper, right? <laughs> but my intuition is not clear, really. We're not getting a clear message. So can you first, cause I have like questions all over the place. Can you, <laughs> can you first tell us how we can 
better access our intuition. It's, it's like anything, practice. And when you get that very quick hit, write it down, put the date down, or keep a note on your phone, or just if you have any brain cells left, which I don't, just remember it and see how it comes to pass. And the more times you get, oh, that, that's right, I got that right, then you will start to be able to trust your own intuition more. And the trick is to get out of your own way because we tend to put our emotions on it, our wishful thinking, you know, in, especially in the dating world or searching for a job. I really, really want this job. Am I going to get it? And if we have very high self-esteem, damn right, I'm going to get it. If we have very low self-esteem, oh, I don't think I'm going to get it. There's many more people better than me. But that's your own. You have to try and get yourself out of your own way. What? Tell me what is going to happen here. I leave an open-ended question. Tell me about this job interview. And for a lot of people, meeting new people, whether it's on the dating scene, in work life, or in mom life, dad life, whatever it is, a lot of times you just meet somebody and you just hear this little, nope, nope. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so listen to it. We're, we're like, oh, I'll give them a second chance. Yep. Go ahead, but remember, it was a no at the get-go. So the clear messages come in, the more you can confirm for yourself what your abilities are. And if you get it quote unquote wrong, then see, okay, what was wrong about it? What, how did I interfere in my intuition? Or am I, in, or in a, am I interpreting it wrong? So you can also keep a journal about how, how things how you get your intuition, because when I get it, I don't get symbols, I don't get foo-foo stuff. If I see a cucumber, it's literally a cucumber. It's nothing, it's not nothing perverted or anything like <laughs> that. So it's like, I get very literal pictures. Some mm. people get a yellow rose for one thing, a red rose for another thing. So somebody, some people keep a dictionary of symbols. I, I don't, and I think it's just easier to go with whatever you are good at. Don't try and do things the way I do it. Don't try and do things the way the book tells you to do it. Even as a little kid, mm -hmm. I would hear things, not like um, like voices, but it would be my intuition or a higher self or something. Yeah. And I just hear things maybe about other people or about what was going to happen. And I kind of ignored it. Yeah. But I remember one instance and it, it just totally kind of like changed the trajectory of my life because I didn't listen to my oh. intuition <laughs> and I knew I don't know so I was in a relationship I was with this person and I heard it very clear you're going to hate your life if you stay with this person oh my goodness wow but on paper and everything I was told, everything that was like represented to me, what was um, shown to me from that other person yeah. was it, it went against what that, that voice said. And I'm like, no, it's not. And I, you know, I want to say wasted years of my life on this person, but it, I definitely hated my life while I was, I ended up hating my life while I was with them. And I went through depression and things yeah. like that. And I often, even though I did learn the lesson, I learned lessons in that I experienced highs and I experienced lows, but I'm like, okay, what 
would my life be like if I had listened? Could I have just still ended up here where I'm at today? Yes. But like, really, like, what would I have been doing now if I had just listened? I could have saved myself so much heartache and so much pain and money, <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, if I had just listened to that voice. I do want to ask you a question about like being an empath. Is that is that connected to the intuition? Because people that are empaths, they feel other people's like emotions. So for me, there's times when I'm in a room and there's too much energy. Oh yeah. And so even before I had the vocabulary to, to describe this, um, so my background is in education mm-hmm. and I was a teacher for a long time and there was a few times where I was in like a professional development setting and we were in a room full of like teachers, like 50 to 70 teachers. Wow. I needed to step out because there was too much energy. There was too much going on. And I thought it was just me being an introvert or whatever, but now I'm like, okay, I'm feeling all of this. Right. And I was getting some, I don't want to say messages, but I could feel like what the person was going through kind of but is that intuition or is that a whole other like gift that that is part of intuition empaths the the thing with empaths is a lot of us have developed overdeveloped our sense of empathy because and not all everybody but we because we grew up in a household with either a neglectful parent or a high-strung sibling. So we always had to be very aware of their subtle cues. Mm. So we always had to be on guard, so to say. And we always had to be ready to predict, quote unquote, what they might do next. So we, we learn to be very sensitive to facial expressions, body language, tone of voice, movement, all of that. And we become more empathetic, but that's where I, that's where I struggle with, not struggle. I'm saying there aren't, I'm not saying there aren't empaths because that, that is for sure a thing, but it it is also a learned skill from childhood. Wow. Yeah. So it it is a great skill to have. I, 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 I'm, I'm that way. And it is a it's it is an intuitive skill. It's just a lot of it is learned, and you'll find that a lot of empaths suffer with anxiety and depression. Yeah, until until you can get your intuition under control. Mm. So you are out at the mall, and you're getting everybody's stuff, and that develops more anxiety. So that breaks down your ability to. Okay, let let's circle back to my strengths here. So you just get, you go down a rabbit hole of emotion and anxiety, instead of saying, this is not mine, send it back to whoever it came from and let them heal it, let them deal with it, it's not mine. So that that can get tough or, and sometimes that going back to being able to read people, you're always on guard. You are always on guard. You are subconsciously looking at people's facial expressions. Are they judging me? Did he <laughs> down are they turning around to, 
so you're kind of always doing that. It has something to do with self-confidence, something to do with self-esteem. And a true empath will feel the other person's emotions, but they will also get this whole picture of why the person feels that way. Mm. That's the intuitive part of it. It's like, okay, I'm feeling off of this person that they are, let's just say sad. And then with your intuition, you would say, why is this person sad? Leave it open-ended. Or why does this person feel this way? I don't want to put a, a label on it. And then you would get either your clairvoyant picture, your clairaudient message, you would get your clairsentient feeling. Mm -hmm. so you can use your empathy as a jumping off point for your intuition and bring that in. I'll connect it. So, <laughs> and I like that you brought up how to deal with when you get those emotions and how to basically assess it and identify and say, it, you know, it's, this is not mine because that's what I struggle with sometimes when maybe I'm in disagreement with my partner or just someone and maybe somebody has an attitude with you oh, in public yeah. and you internalize that negativity, right? But then you kind of like keep it and then you, you, you yourself get upset. But then like sometimes you just realize, oh, you know what? That's not about me. It's not about me. No. They're having a bad day. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And especially as a parent, when your child is having a bad day, you take that on huge. And, and I hate to say, send it back to your child and let them heal it because mm -hmm. your mom and you want to fix everything or your dad and you want to help them. But that is, if you're a parent, you will know what empathy feels like because you will feel your child's emotions. Mm -hmm. so especially if, if you have teenage girls, holy crap, you're going <laughs> to feel everything <laughs> all the time. <laughs> so so you, got, you, you deal with it within yourself. And a lot of times the feelings you're feeling off of the stranger at the grocery store or your child or a friend that what that's trying to do is draw an emotion that needs to be healed in you oh. so is it i'm not okay why am i feeling this oh maybe there's somewhere that i haven't recovered from the sadness of situation xyz or maybe i'm still not feeling like i'm good enough so what do i what do i need to do next so everybody you meet i don't it doesn't matter if they're passerby at the grocery store or a relationship they're always teaching you something because we're always reacting. Mm. Wow. The emotion that needs to be healed in you. Mm -hmm. That's powerful. So sending emotions back, mm. the ways to do that, are there different ways to do that? Is there something we should say or there, do? Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, I know. It's like, what do I do here? Just, it's not mine. Sorry, it's not mine. It's, it's like if somebody handed you, if you went to, if you ordered a pizza and you went to pick it up and they handed you chicken wings, no, mm. that's not mine. And then, okay, this is mine. So you just basically in your head decide not to accept it. It's not mine. And if it keeps trying to get in, you, you don't put up a fight in a nasty way. No, sorry, it's not mine, no emotion. So it's, some people will use some mental strategies like a white light or a bubble or a violet flame. And if that works for you, 
If you need to circle yourself, encircle yourself in white light before you go to the store or before you go out on the road, go ahead if that mm. works for you. But for me, it's just, I just want to go about live, living my life as best I can. And if something comes at me, well, then I'll deal with it. Right. But I always feel if you're a good person and you, you strive to keep your vibration high just by being a decent human being, you won't need the extra layer of protection. Hey, it could okay. never. Right. <laughs> Thank you. So I'm going to go down. A, I guess I'm going to geek out for a minute with you uh, because <laughs> I um, only a few people know this about me, but ever since I was a child, probably around the death of my great grandmother. So that was like back in like 96, 97. I just kind of became obsessed with the, the dead, the dead. I would read like obituaries just for fun oh. and <laughs> just it's weird. But, and then later on, as I got older, I would watch, you know, the ghost shows would be popular on TV. I'd watch that and not be scared. Um, and then like, I've been on a couple of like ghost tours and like in New Orleans and um, in Philly. Whoa. So like, yeah, the New Orleans one was fun. I was upset because I didn't see anything because I was like, I want to see something. Yeah. But, um, and then um, Tyler Henry. Okay. Yeah. The celebrity medium. I would watch his show sometimes. And um, he has a new show on Netflix on talking to the other side. And I say all this to, to ask you this question. So for people that have the gift of talking to the other side, people that have the gift of, um, I guess, foretelling. So I grew up in a religious uh, community and there was a lot of prophets you know, and, you know, people say, oh, psychic is, is, is witchcraft, but there's a lot of prophets in the world that I came from that could tell you yes. things that were going to happen or tell you something about you yeah. anyway. So people that feel like they have a gift, mm -hmm. number one, if they don't want that, so like, if you have a Claire, even if it's not necessarily a gift where you're like, you know, a Claire, like if you hear something or smell or taste something, all the Claire's that you went over and they don't want that. What do they do? I don't want that. I don't want to feel that. I don't want to see that. I don't want to sense it. And sometimes it's like a bad kid and it'll just, because if that's your natural ability, it will just keep coming back. Mm -hmm. And you have to say, no, I don't know why in the world you would, but because it's such an ability, it's an extraordinary ability to, to have any of them because we were, we're born with them. It's, it's just natural. It's instinct. Instinct and intuition are basically the same thing because way back in the caveman days, we, you know, we had to be able to sense if things were going to go bad or good because it's our survival. Mm -hmm. But now we just sense things. Well, some of it's for survival for some folks, but basically it's to create a better life, to avoid the bad things in your life. Mm -hmm. so if you don't want it, don't use it. Don't do it. Don't mm -hmm. go near it. But it might just keep coming back at you. And see, that's the, um, 
that leads me to my next question. So I've read up about like schizophrenia and I've heard certain research and studies or or whatever, like certain people with schizophrenia have a gift of (laughs) seeing things, hearing things Mm -hmm. that to us aren't there, but they're like spirits or something like that. And they just don't know how to control it. What do you think about that? Well, I think it's funny you bring it up because my son jokes and says, I'm a professional schizophrenic that (laughs) I I hear things and see people, but I, you know, make a living at it, which Mm -hmm. is, which is yes, not, yes and no, not the case. So if you are schizophrenic, you will be hearing, you know, somebody on the TV will be telling you to do something you shouldn't do. But interesting. So in the beginning, you said that you connect with the other side. I do want to know, because I've never talked to a medium. (laughs) I do want to know, how did you know that you had that gift? Uh, That's a good question. And in in the beginning, I didn't know because I was brought up in a very Catholic family on my dad's side and a very British mother. So on the one hand, um, we don't do that. That doesn't exist. And then on the mother's side, you're being silly. You're seeing things. Don't be stupid. Mm -hmm. So I grew up with a lot of that. So that's where I learned to not trust myself because I'm seeing things or I'm hearing things and there's nothing nobody else is reacting but it was just it was very subtle it wasn't scary so you learn to put it aside and then and I've told this story before because it just it still to this day blows my mind that this happened so this is in the 80s and the the exorcist do you know that movie (laughs) come out a few years prior and in the 80s I was you know 12 13 ish and my one night my bed just started shaking and my closet doors started rattling and I checked for my dog under my bed. No. And I checked like, am I doing something? No. My sister shared a room with me. She would say, could you stop that? So I knew it wasn't me losing my marbles. Right. And after three nights of this, like it would happen for just a few moments and then it was gone. I finally said, Oh my gosh, how am I going to get this to stop? And a little boy walked up to my bed and I could see through him. And for some reason, I wasn't freaking out. I don't understand why, but I just felt very calm. And he said to me, my daddy killed us all. And then he killed himself. Can you help us get there? And he pointed. And I, I couldn't see what he was pointing at. I'm assuming it was the other side or heaven or whatever you choose to call it. I don't, I'm 12. I don't, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm just relieved the bed shaking is stopping because I was worried I was going to shoot pea soup out my mouth. But he said he would show me how, and he did. And it was basically having a conversation with him, his three siblings, mom, and dad was the toughest to get out of there. And then it was calm for a few nights and he returned and he said, I know you have an ability and I want to give you a gift. And I'm a kid in the 80s and I'm thinking it's an Atari or a Nintendo or something (laughs) like that. And it was very shortly after that, I was able to know things much more clearly. Or if I was having, I don't wanna say difficulty with someone because I was only 12, but you know how 12, 13 year old girls, how we can be. The drama, yeah. yeah. So if I was annoyed with someone, I do remember very specifically, I was annoyed with this one boy who he just wanted to come over and play video games. He couldn't be bothered with me. 
And I was so upset, not crying, but I was like, what a jerk. His bike got stolen right from my backyard. Like little things would happen. Like they were taking care of me. And it mm. was, it was very interesting. And I don't wish harm on anybody, but it, it was very interesting how things like that started happening. Like this extra protection from the spirit world. And if I wanted something, and I don't mean that in a greedy way, if there was something that I, I would enjoy and it was for my best and highest good, I usually got it, which was pretty cool. Wow. So that's how it started. But then, you know, you're a teenager and you boys happen. So you ignore it. And I went and got uh, what I, I did, what I was supposed to do. I got a real job. So <laughs> I became a teacher and I, you know, um, I got married and all those things that I was supposed to do. And then in, in 2005, that was my 2020. So in 2005, my uncle died, my grandmother died, my best friend died and my mother died. Mm. Yeah. And then I lost my job. So sorry. Wow. Yeah. yeah it was just, it was like one of those years and the but I think the universe was getting sick and tired of me just doing nothing with my abilities. And so I finally said, well, I can either go, go back to substitute teaching if I, you know, cause my job's gone or I can try doing readings, which I do for friends all the time. And I started doing that as a career in 2005. And here I am in 2022. Still doing. doing. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. So like I said, Tyler Henry, celebrity medium I always wonder how real certain things are do the dead let's say somebody sits down with you mm -hmm. and they want to talk to someone who they lost right are there times when they don't want to come forward um the the dead your spirits yeah um, if they're busy yeah if they're busy like they might be off visiting so and so but sometimes they don't come forward because they're been, I'll always say, why is this person not here? And I'll get something very specific, like, oh, she's over at Cheryl's house. And that's my sister, you know, so things will happen like that. Mm -hmm. And I've never had them actually refuse to show up. Okay. So they, if, if they want to talk to dad and maybe dad was abusive or mom was abusive, but they've passed, but my client wants to speak to them. Mm -hmm. That spirit's still gonna show up because all that negative stuff and the, the mental health issues, they're gone. Mm. Okay. So it's just like pure good energy, who they would have been with all of their vices and their issues. So I've never actually had one refuse but what will happen would be, oh, I'm at Cheryl's right now, but please tell my daughter X, Y, Z. And what, so I'll get a message. Which uh -huh. is like, Lynn, take a message. And nine times out of 10, when they are unable to come to see us at that particular time, which is rare because they can be in a lot of places at once, they very often visit them later that night. So I'll get, Lynn, my lights are going crazy tonight or you know, something's, I feel like I just smelled my mother's perfume. So they will make an appearance somehow if we, if we want to see them. That was my, okay. That's my next question. So when people pass, you said they might visit, do they visit in the form of 
let's say animals or so for example uh I lost probably from like 2020 until now I've lost like seven or eight people in my in that I I've known whether I've grown up with whether it be a family member and only maybe like one was from like COVID but everything else was like totally like random or they were sick And so some of their family members and friends have said, okay, I saw a butterfly or I saw a cardinal or I saw a ladybug and I feel that it was them. Is that true? Or is that something that we tell ourselves to comfort ourselves? Um, Yes and yes. So we do tell, we do tell ourselves that to comfort ourselves because if it makes us think of them and makes us feel good about them, that's fantastic because that will draw them closer. Mm-hmm. Your mom cannot come back as a squirrel mm-hmm. but, or a cardinal or whatever, but they can certainly manipulate the behavior of the animals. Mm-hmm. So you are a human soul. You're not a raccoon soul or mm-hmm. a turkey soul. So they can manipulate the behavior of the dog, of the cat, whatever, but they can't come back as that. But what I always say, I always say, if you see that were you just thinking about that person or what were you just thinking about Mm -hmm. they're usually like here we go but honestly sometimes birds are just doing bird things (laughs) right sometimes birds just land on your windowsill because they saw the reflection and they thought it was you know like a hot boy bird and Mm -hmm. they want to see them (laughs) so but and they're looking right at you but they in fact are looking at themselves so what i do what I tell people to do is always validate these experiences. So if you think that the cardinal was directed by mom to send you a message or dad or whoever, say, whoever this is sending me this sign, do something else and make it really obvious. And I think cardinals become the bird sent from heaven because, well, they're bright red, they stand out. We don't see the sparrows and the crows and the starling, black starlings as much because Mm -hmm. they blend in. So blue jays, cardinals, we we will tend to see that. Now, if if you think it's your mom, like I said, just say, do something else, mom. Let me know. Prove it to me. (laughs) Prove it, yeah, without trying to test them, but do something else and let me know you're here. And maybe you'll Mm -hmm. get a perfume or maybe the next day you'll go to the grocery store and the cashier's name is the same as your mom's name. Mm-hmm. So it's always nice to validate those things. And if you don't get a validation, it doesn't mean it wasn't mom. It, it probably wasn't. It was probably just a butterfly floating by, you know? But if okay. you say, mom, show me a butterfly by the time I count from three to one and a butterfly flies by. That's them. <laughs> that was mom. That's them. Yeah. Now, my last question is kind of a funny question. It is just for me. My best friend and I often talk about what we would do if we pass. Like, like, so she's like, if you pass before me, you need to do this, this, and this. Or if I pass before you, you need to make sure this is. So I had told her one day, I said, listen, if I pass, please know that I'm haunting some people and I'm coming back and I'm knocking stuff over and I'm doing all of this. I just want to know. I got a list. (laughs) I just want to know, can one do that? Can I plan, pre-plan 
to come back and knock stuff over. <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> but it's funny though, because the way we see things as humans, that will totally change once you cross over. Mm, okay. But but like I said, I've got a list of people I'm coming back to haunt. I do. So, and and what's interesting though is when you are a spirit you may not have the gift of being able to fiddle with the lights or knocking stuff over. There's you know, gifts I, on the other side. Yeah, just like if you ask me to do algebra, there's no chance in hell I'm going to be able to do algebra. <laughs> so if you're saying, mom, please show me a butterfly, please show me a butterfly. If she is not capable of manipulating the butterfly world and she's over there making noises with the plumbing and you're ignoring that, she's like, oh, excuse me. So that's why I always leave it very open-ended because some, they have abilities just like we have abilities. They're still mom, they're still dad. Mm -hmm. So some will, I haven't seen my mom in a dream. It's been like, geez, 17 years. And I may have dreamt about her once or twice. Hmm. So I'd, they don't have the ability to come to me in dreams. I don't have the ability to do a lot of intuitive work in my dreams. So they'll just show up. It's mostly, I hear most of my things and I visualize most of the things in my mind. Wow. Okay. Yeah, but certainly if you want to make a deal, make a deal. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun because you never know. And, but I, I say that because some people on their deathbed will say, not in their deathbed, but they'll say things similar. When I come back, I'm going to show you a zebra or something mm. like something goofy, but we don't, always honor those deals because what we think is totally different from human to spirit. Okay. So with dreaming, mm -hmm. they can come back in a dream though, right? Oh, it's just that some of them. Okay. 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 This is great. So I know you do readings, mm -hmm. but do you also have, and I'm asking for anybody who wants to develop and deepen their gifts. Right. Do you have like coaching for that? I don't at this point. I try and weave it into my readings. Mm, okay. So, um, I, I don't have any online coaching. I don't have any thing like that. I don't have a book or anything at this time. Right. <laughs> wink, wink. Um, but, but when I'm doing a reading, they'll say like, okay, when can I expect to like, where's the man of my dreams or what job am I going to get? So I'll say, okay, so what, what I'm doing now in my head is I'm going through a calendar and I'm flipping through, okay, now, okay, I can't go past May. So something's happening in May. So as I'm doing the reading, I, I out loud model what I'm doing in my mind mm. so that hopefully they can take that away and do it for themselves. And I started out doing like teaching intuition before I even started really doing readings. Mm, okay. This was way back before the internet when we had like actual classes. <laughs> right. But, but I, I do enjoy teaching. I can't not teach. It's just, I, I was a teacher for many years and it's what it's inbred in me. I'm built for it. And I do enjoy teaching and maybe one day I'll get back to that. But showing people like connecting people to the other side and watching the healing and watching the laugh and hearing the laughter and and the happy tears is so rewarding it's so amazing mm. to me. and i don't take credit for it i say i just i just listen i just look and um it, it's really a, a very cool experience 
and anybody can do it for themselves. That is amazing. Uh, that is amazing. Uh, thank you so much for having this conversation with me. <laughs> uh, our intuition is so important. So stop and pay attention, write it down, listen to it and get out of your own way. 100%. Yes. And can you tell our listeners how to find you if they want to work with you? course yes so I do have a website which is lynnnichols.com so lynn l-y-n-n nichols n-i-c-h-o-l-l-s dot com you can get a hold of me there sign up for my mailing list I don't I don't I don't have time to sit at the computer so you don't get a bunch of emails but there's also Facebook so lynn nichols dash intuition experts and also Instagram at lynn underscore Nichols, just like I spelt before, because just, and that is very important because there's a bunch of scammers impersonating me right now. Oh, wow. That are just putting like two underscores or taking out an L or adding another I mm -hmm. and they're sending people messages and you'll, you'll notice from the grammar and their, their need to have you pay up front mm. um, that that's scammer so never ever I will never ever ever message somebody for a reading or send a follow request so Instagram Facebook I'm on TikTok at Lynn underscore Nichols and I put I do intuition development activities on those pages I talk about intuition and how you can use it to to create your best life like just mm -hmm. and I try and take all the woo woo airy fairy weird stuff out of it because people are just getting away like what like what you said in the beginning pe people get away from just their own natural ability to be intuitive right and um so I try and bring them back to that and it's it's a lot of fun doing that on those pages and um one day there may be some kind of something in paper or on screen where they can uh take a look and learn a little more about themselves and their own natural abilities so yes. thank you so much for having me. It's been so fun talking about this. Yes, thank you for being on here. I'm going to follow you on TikTok. I love TikTok. So I'm, I'm going to follow you <laughs> and save your videos. But um, thank you again. And we will share more next time. hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. If you would like to connect or be a guest on this podcast, hit me up at eFaithBeauty on Instagram. Thank you for listening. Bye.